0: Welcome to Fix It and Flip It.
1: The current real estate market is ripe for rehabbing. If you want to learn how to buy the right property at the right price and learn how to project and control costs, then you've come to the right place. Our host, Tony Raffin, is from the number one rematch team
0: in southeastern Michigan. And Kevin McClellan is Mr. Flipper extraordinaire. Now, let's welcome Tony and Kevin. This is Fix It and Flip It. Wow! <laughs> Episode <laughs> right. number two, Tony. Sorry, guys. Yeah. This is we're back. Yeah. We made it. Show number two. Now let's show you how this uh, how
2: this goes around.
0: We're um, a little late. We apologize for that. We started te- podcasting with
2: Paul Apostolakis at Omega Lending. What's up, and, everyone? And guess what? Paul is our special guest today. I'm
1: on the other side. Yes, I'm on the other. You're, uh, this you're the is special yeah, guest. I'm the guest. I don't we're I don't know. running be, this show. I don't yeah. even. know yeah. We're
0: running this damn I, thing. I don't even know what to do. All All right. Right. Just shut up and listen. Right. <laughs> either right. do we right. join the right. join the club. Yeah. Way. I'm not. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Hey,
2: you know we got some great topics today. Uh, basically, our, our our most important thing we're going to talk about is how to finance a property, what the return on investment is. Uh, talking about the different terminologies that we're going to be using today. But I did want to give you a a little heads up. Uh, Zillow, the what do you call that? The gorilla in the room the, 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 elephant, in the, the elephant in the room
0: gorilla same thing
2: zillow is now buying <laughs> and flipping properties so right. they'll use an agent to buy a property yeah and then they'll get another agent to sell it they won't let the, that's not, interesting. not like you kevin I mean,
0: you're you're a big uh <clears throat> advertiser you're, you're, yes. you're a big customer you're, you're a premier agent of zillow you're feeding them that um feeding the pig yeah but they've so really gone be. it sounds like they've gone through a transition over the last
1: what year or so They've been going through a lot of transitions. Yeah, yeah, but they're st- they're st- just doing the natural thing, man. You know, they're yeah. they're looking for ways to capitalize on the market, diversify, and that's, that's yeah. taking market share from the people that feed them, which is kind of fucked up. It is interesting. Yes. To, it is
0: interesting to go from you know an online, I don't want to say e-commerce thing, but an online thing to now wanting to actually buy physical, right? Go into the physical world of buying homes, renovating them, selling them, and making money that way um i mean i know what it takes to do one of them i, I heard they're going to try to do a, you know a thousand a a mm. a, a month or something well, like that well if you that.
2: consider that how many agents do they have working for them hey we're going to pay you a commission and then they'll take another premier agent like me and say hey tony we need you to go sell this house this is what we, our zestimate says it's worth yeah. you know and uh and and then they sell it so Yeah, they want to capitalize on every aspect of the market. Do I blame them for it? No. Is it going to hurt anything? I don't really think it's going to be that big. If you take a 1,000 homes times the whole United States, maybe a few in every market. You know, Kevin, you know as hard as it is today to find a flip, how's Zillow going to find
0: it? That's exactly what I was just going to say. You took the words out of my mouth. I, I don't understand how they're going to do that. It's going to be very, very interesting to see. I know how hard it is. You know, I have to vet every property and I'm the decision maker, right. if you will. I mean, I can't really, at this point, I don't have anybody in place to make that decision for me of, do I buy this house or not? I can't go down to Florida and put my toes in the sand and have somebody decide if we're buying a property and going to renovate it and give it to the guys and have the crew do it. You're not
2: against that though,
0: are you? Well, no, that'd be great. Okay. But, okay. I mean, maybe five or 10 years, but you know, I, I know how many I go through, like we talked about in the past to get one um, and, and how sharp the numbers need to be and, and that margin that needs to be there. I just wonder who's going to be, how they're going to find that many project managers, how they're going to find that many decision makers, how they're how they're going to identify that. And I get it. They're Zillow. I get it. They see every property. That's fine. I, I can see, essentially, I can go on Zillow and see all their properties as well. And they might have some other avenues. But it's going to be really interesting to see how long this lasts and the profitability if we're ever... We're ever able to find that out of how well this
1: goes. Won't, for will It will last. And here's all, It's not a commodity. It's not like. Look, this is basically what Amazon did, and they're trying to be like the Amazon of real estate, right? But the difference is, Amazon sells products, right? Our business is different, in my opinion, man. Like you, you, you can't just, you can't just like, like make this into an Amazon because you need relationships. It takes skill. It takes a lot more. Like. In depth, like you got to know if the wall, like when you walk into a house, you're already looking for stuff. Zillow can't do that from a million miles up here, right? Yeah. Where Am- Amazon could do that, they can buy grocery stores, they can, you know, they can do this, they can do those are just products. There's management teams in place, when you right? That That's already. different. But when we're talking about real estate, look, a million people have tried to do mortgages, like, like you know, like Walmart was going to do mortgages or this company going to do. It doesn't work, dude. It's a relationship. You got to dig deep. It's it's much more complicated than just selling a book or selling some shoes or selling some groceries. This is not. The same thing. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. They're just being a transaction.
0: The Amazons are just transaction coordinators. Theays right. things like that, and that's what Zillow essentially is taking. You know, buyers, sellers, agents, put them together. Yep. So it's going to be interesting getting into a whole another. I mean, they're trying to like reinvent their 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 business model a bit. So I mean, Tony, how do you think that's going to play out for them?
2: I think Paul's right. I I, I, don't, I I don't. <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate I, 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 that. I was never afraid. I was never afraid of oh. it, just like I was never afraid of Yahoo was going to start selling houses and Zillow was going to start selling houses. Zillow doesn't want to sell houses. They invited us down a couple of years ago to a uh, all expenses paid. Believe it or not, they paid for a trip out there and everything. Um, and they basically said, it look, we don't want to sell houses. You, we want to, we want to be the guy because they know how to market plain and simple. They know how to market. The computer systems are, are very sophisticated. The algorithms are sophisticated, but they're not perfect. That's why we know zestimates don't work. What's a zestimate for? It's so you pick up the phone and get mad and say, my house is worth more than that. And you call me and then I tell you the truth. You're right, sir. It is worth more than that. Zillow's just got a zestimate right and their estimate is an algorithm and it doesn't work because all houses aren't the same they're not in the same condition all it is is throwing numbers in a computer and spitting shit out yeah i I just you know you put bad stuff in bad stuff comes out it's plain and simple
1: i don't believe i'm gonna go on a limb and say it's gonna fail i i believe it wholeheartedly it's gonna fail they might make some money might scrape by but it's not gonna like affect you yeah it's not affecting you no not at all right neither was that like like look these companies are gonna try to. Our industry is too like complicated to do on a million mile. Like when you're a million miles above, it's not gonna work. Redfin wants to do this, and this person wants to do that, and this company's gonna buy your house and sell it. None of that stuff is replacing us. I believe that. Like the human, like element out of of, of what we do is not going away. Yeah, I mean, how many people do we know that that have
0: tried going out of state, down to Florida, out to Arizona, and have tried reinventing their their operation and and renovating and flipping and selling um, and failed?
2: It doesn't work. Everybody knows opening an office in another area. Yeah. I had an office in California, and when we were doing bank foreclosures, it was different. The banks were dealing with us. They knew us. We were selling 250 houses a year in California, but we got the inventory from one basically a couple separate banks, which we had relationships. We could have opened up anywhere in the country, but once that's gone doing that and having a, a real grasp on what you're doing, that's why nobody's ever really gotten big as a team. I've got a guy that was in our office, a a top player, and he quit, went to Keller Williams because they're gonna help him open an office in Phoenix and Texas and Denver and Dumb. Chicago. And it's like, what are you, out of your mind? Dumb. Yeah. It's not gonna work.
1: Here's the deal, dude. Do you want like I'll give you a really like like an example that I I like to live by. Okay. If you had it, if you want, if you're going to get your house appraised, do you want a guy from Florida coming up here and appraising your house? Absolutely exactly. not. We have problems with that. People, guys just coming from the west side of the state, yeah. right? Or or the west side. I don't of the want county. a guy coming
2: from Novi uh, because doing a they east side don't know home. the
1: market, right. right? You've got to be entrenched in the market that you're living in and, and understand what's going on in it. No, like no company that's like a million miles away is going to be able to do that on a on a, on a big quality scale. The you might be able to do it, but the quality is going to suck. You're going to get less for your money. These flips are going to suck. People aren't going to want to buy them. The Like, it's not going to work. I mean, I I just look at what I have to deal
0: with in terms of getting the property, the funding, uh, going to the city dealing with the city on these permits, I mean, they're because like Zillow's they, going to deal yeah, with that. Like, that's what I'm like. I'm I'm shocked at to uh, hear this. Hello, uh, this is Zillow. Listen, if they're just going <laughs> to wholesale, if they're just going to wholesale idiots and, and tack on three grand or five grand and try to flip them that way and sold as is condition that, that, then I see maybe if they're able to somehow get them before they hit the market, I don't know. It, it might work, but to do what me and other investors that actually do full renovations in, in, and, and permit everything with the city, right and go through a full six to 10 week renovation call this you know you call him for your rough inspections call them for your final inspections dude if Deal it was with that the easy lawn, who's dude. taking care of the lawn on the project dude. who's taking care of the exterior i mean there is so much it's a baby i have to baby this house literally and go <laughs> by every... on, i
2: tell everybody that we had a guy wanted to come into town to buy some houses in our area right um He wanted to buy, I don't know, he had $180,000 and wanted to buy 10 houses in Detroit. And I started laughing. I says, you got boots on the ground. He goes, what are you talking about? Boots on the ground. I said, if you are not here watching these houses, they're going to strip them. I don't care whether you're Detroit or Roseville or Warren or wherever the hell you're at. If your house is vacant and people target your house, you're going to come back and it's going to miss that furnace you just put in it or those appliances that were just in it. And they're going to look like contractors pulling up in a contractor truck with a fake sign on it. And all your stuff is gone. you have yeah. got to be here.
0: I, you know, for an example, like we talked about with the decision maker did. <laughs> in, in Zillow, I got a buddy out in California. He yeah. started investing in this area. And he sent his main guy by to look at a project and his main guy kind of forgot to tell him about how bad the wall was bowing in on the foundation on the front of the house Whoops. and just said, Ah, yeah, you know, we could just do some tuck pointing and it'd be okay. Whoops. Yeah. I mean, he tagged it as like a $500 repair ended up being an $8,000 repair. Whoops. Yeah. So needless to say, my buddy, when he came into town and put his eyes on it and, and looked at his budget and said, that's going to eat just the majority went, of my it profit. In. That was it. It's gone. And like, he still had to go through it. He just got it done on the market and it looks good. But I mean, and thankfully the market's gone up, so he'll make a little bit of money, but I know him and he would not have bought that house at that price if he had put his eyes and saw what he saw. So even with a video walkthrough and a FaceTime and pictures and everything else, unless you're the actual investor, at least if you're not the guy that makes decisions and actually calls the shots on the project. Spending your money. Spending your money, right, right, and not reaching, like we talked about, for a property, then uh, it's going to be difficult to make money. So
1: we'll see. I mean – we can talk about all we want. Uh, I'm going to give Zillow some advice. Stick to what you do well, man. Correct. I mean, you found a niche in the market, which is pretty hard to do in the first place. You yep. found a good little niche. Huge, billion-dollar company. You, you, know, you guys are doing good. Stick stick to what you know. Stop trying to do stuff that you don't know how to do and not do it well. I mean, look, I know you guys think you're smarter than everybody else in the world, but you're. it's just
2: not going to work.
1: So, so Zillow, if you're listening, talented, don't be an idiot.
2: you doing? What's <laughs> going on right now? <laughs> <talking about> <laughs> what, I'm <laughs> echoing, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you turn the, what, can what, can you turn what, the phone what, off? I was looking on our Facebook You're, live. You group. want to watch yourself?
1: Yeah. No, all you do the- oh, my God. <laughs> Narcissism. That's what right, I was to say. That's Let's a, move forward I and get
2: off of this show. narcissistic what subject What the hell was that?
0: No, I'm sorry, Paul. No, sorry, sorry, guys. I apologize. A I, I apologize. <laughs> it's a shit show, isn't it? Right. At the end of the day, we'll see if Zillow can I'm do it. I'm embarrassed. Look at my face. It's and, red. Uh... Thank God it's a podcast.
2: Like my mother would say, you have a face for radio. At like least it was important. Okay. Let's, you know, first of all, in order to start a flip, you got to be able to buy it.
0: Yeah, so funding, let's talk about some money. of the
2: ways that we have to buy it. Number mm-hmm. one, cash. Cash is king. Yes, Your Highness. And you can usually get a deal. When you're going up against people, even pay a little There's bit no less than way. somebody with a conventional loan. Yeah, mortgage. let's let
0: everybody understand that. That if you have to go get a conventional loan and need 30 days, the guy with cash is going to get the property. Every time. I mean, really, unless you have an in on the property and the people know you, it's a family member, relative neighbor, and they said you have the first writer, if you and we'll wait for you, and work with you. Honestly, probably don't. <laughs> that happens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I mean, I just don't waste your time. So,
2: Paul, going into that, yeah. what do you have for uh, financing options for a non-owner occupied yeah. flip.
1: There's so there's a lot of options. There really are and there's some conventional ways and there's some non-conventional ways, right? Again, realistically cash is the best way. To, you can get a mortgage, you know, you put 20, 15% or 20% down. You can get a mortgage. You, you on a,
2: have mortgages at 15% down for an investor? Now? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can buy an investment property with 15% down. So, you've got a little bit of cash, you finance the rest, beautiful. The problem with that sometimes is if you're buying a flip, it, you're not going to get all the money that you need all the time. Right. Right. Still need renovation costs. You need renovation costs. You're buying the house, it's worth $100,000 today. You still have to put twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 into it, right? Maybe that's
0: where you partner with somebody that has a little cash,
1: right? Right. Now, there's something that's interesting that I had some people start doing. There's all these, like, I don't know if you like, there's like, uh, what are these loans called? They're like, uh, they're, they're not, not like 3K? hard money. No, they're not hard money. It's like uh, like Prosper or like these other, like you can get $35,000. At like eight percent. I get those years. in the mail all the time. You, get right. one, you must get one every week. Yeah, every exactly. Day. So I've had some guys actually use those because that you get your money in like a week and a half. Oh, two it's weeks. basically yeah. like
2: a line of credit, unsecured line of credit. Right. Not a credit card, but line of credit, hard money. I mean, it's. No, I it's think a line a of credit. It's, it's, so it okay, it's a personal loan. What it is? It's a personal loan. It's a personal unsecured. loan. Which we have lost interest in personal loans since the crash. You didn't see a lot of personal but loans. They're all bad. So now dude. they're coming back. You
1: can get them, um, dude. Honestly, you can get it at like six percent unsecured or sec- Un- unsecured, unsecured six unsecured, percent personal loan, up to thirty five thousand. Let everybody at.
0: know what the difference is, just if they don't know. I know it's so, simple, but
1: so between unsecured, yeah. So unsecured is basically just money that isn't secured by any assets, right? You don't have anything backing it. Your good name. You just your name, your credit, you're backing it. You're promising to pay back and you've got a good track record of doing that. So that that's one way. So you can get some extra cash flow. You, you Let's say you you uh, finance the house. And then you do one of these loans and do the renovation. Boom, you've got the money you need. That's okay. one way. Okay. There's also hard money loans, right? There's a lot of people out there right now that will give you short-term financing. But the problem with those is you're paying a lot of money for them. You what pay, do you
2: mean you're paying a lot of money?
1: So you're going to pay a few points. Like they'll, they'll charge you three, four, five points on the deal right up front. So right. Let's use let's use one hundred thousand dollars as an example. So a
2: point is one percent of the loan amount, okay. right?
1: So if I'm a hard money guy, I go, "This, I'm going to give you one hundred thousand dollars. You got to pay me four points up front. That's four thousand bucks up front, right then up front. T-
2: that's a fee. That's not interest.
1: Not interest. Yeah. You're paying that. Those are that's upfront money for me to give you the money, right? Okay, so now you're four grand into it. Four grand into it, and on top of that, you're probably paying like ten percent a month, uh, right? Exactly. No, well, that's not annual. Annual, right? But you're still paying the payment, right? Right. And month. it's short term. They want their money back with within six months. Correct. Right. So it's like it's like a loan shark. So on a hundred thousand, you're at what another thousand a
0: month? Is my math? <laughs> I mean, I, I you can mean figure in that interest? out. Interest yeah. in
2: interest, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: uh, a little bit less, point eight percent, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Okay, so
1: you're you're probably going to be in the whole call it if, after the Reno everything call it ten thousand bucks, right? For a hundred thousand dollars, and that's for six, probably for six months. For six months, so you're, that's probably more, but like it's somewhere in it's that range. It's expensive. But again, if you have a thirty
0: to forty thousand dollars profit margin, and that's your only option, yes. would you trade ten for thirty or ten for forty
1: if the dollars make sense, right? right? Yeah. Like if, like you got like if it makes sense. If I can borrow 10, th- it costs me ten thousand, but I can make thirty. Why not? I'll do it. Right. What if
2: I'm a homeowner right now? It's a great
1: question. So a lot of homeowners right now have a lot of equity in their house, man. Right? A lot of these yeah, people Yeah, we have put ha-
2: another trillion dollars in equity For in, the, sure. in the economy in yeah. the last
1: year. Especially so, if
0: you bought in the last seven
1: years. Yeah. yeah. So what happens? How do, I get, how do I get my hands on that money right now? Talk to me. You're right? the banker. So um, you can either do a refinance, which I think in this situation doesn't make a lot of sense. You can do home equity lines. Some places right now are going to 95% of the value of your house. Right? So if you. We're not going back to those days, are we? I mean, they're there, man. I mean, yeah.
2: We're, I mean, but it's okay. Uh, again, if it's done responsibly, like, it's okay, right? Yeah, you're not buying a jet ski or a boat or a snowmobile. You're you're buying some thumps and it's going to generate some income 100%. for you. Hundred percent. And it's not like you're gambling in the stock market and don't know what's going on. Agreed.
1: So you and the rates on those are really low. They're like four or five percent, and then like the fees on them are like four hundred bucks to get it done. Right. So if you have equity in your house, it's that's secured, right? Yeah. It's being backed by your home, so it's a lot safer for the lender to do yeah, that. And for what you. I
0: like about the equity line for the viewers is that it's not. T- technically, a loan that you have to spend and start paying interest or a payment on. You use it as you need it. Exact amount You tap into that equity. You draw it when you need it. Yep. You only pay interest on that amount. Yep. When you have that recouped, recovered, you can put it back on the line. You're yep. not paying interest or a payment on it at that time. It's like time. an open it's, credit line, it's a credit open, card based on your house basically. Exactly. So you it's it that usually way. a large amount. I mean, normally you can get 30, 40, 50, 60, 100,000. Yeah, yeah, depending on the equity in your home. Sure. It's one of the best ways, I think, to tap into some equity. By far. It's and one it's, of a, the and
2: it's a better interest rate. And then you also got credit card cash advances, which is how I bought my first house. Credit card cash advances. Dude, I
1: mean you can get as aggressive as you want, yeah. but again, it's got to make sense, sure. right? Like you can't. I don't want to see people out there like pulling like a hundred k out on a black card to to buy a house if that house is gonna if you're gonna if it's your first flip. Yeah, dude, I don't know if that's yeah, a good be idea. Careful, be yeah. careful. So,
2: okay, speaking of pulling it out and, and uh, what. <laughs> what? this guy's got a mind what, where do we go right. so, so now we're talking about we're talking about the ways to get the <laughs> financing and to get that done but where's the formula you know let let's talk about roi or return on investment or noi net operating income and what that means as far as to, to the um the end user the end user because an roi is basically return on investment what am i going to get after i sell it what's left an NOI is your net operating income, which could be a rental. So I know our show is called Fix It and Flip It, but what if we fix it and keep it like Kevin did with his first 20 houses?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, there's, I've, got, I've got a lot of people right now that are holding on to their houses because rents are going up, right? So it's not a bad move to, to do a rental, especially if you get it at the right price. And if, you're, if your return on your investment is good, do it. How do we figure return on investment? Well, you figure out what the pay- like if you're like for me, it's like if you're renting it for a thousand dollars a month, right, and you have a mortgage payment of six hundred dollars a month and you borrowed money on that house, well, leverage that, have the payment on it, don't pull you know keep because the- I think cash is king, right yeah if you have a house that's paid off, you don't want to rent that you want to pay- pull your money out of that so that you you can have that capital right mm-hmm. and then if your payment's six hundred dollars a month but you're renting it for a thousand. You make four hundred cash. It's
2: passive income. You're getting that every single month. But how do you figure out what that net operating income is? I'm looking for your answer. Well, that operating income you would get into that. That yeah. yeah.
0: operating yeah. income is going to get into all your operating. I mean, right. we, we would need a flow chart here of all your operating. I mean, mean you're let's, talking let's about everything. Give, let's give, let's, our, do it let's simple. give our listeners I mean, a simple one. A return on your investment is if I bought a house for 80000 I put 20000 into it. I'm all, I'm grand all in in hundred. And after I pay my 7 or 8% in closing costs on the back end, because the seller pays that, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, and I, I'm into it for a hundred. I sell it for $120,000. I walk with $112,000. I've made twelve thousand dollars on a hundred thousand dollar investment. I made a twelve percent
2: return. No, now let's on my now investment. let's capitalize on that better. How many times did you do that this year? Twice. Yeah. So if you do it twice, the twelve percent interest that you made compounded, compounded, it's actually twenty four percent. Correct. So yeah. now you got a twenty four percent return on a hundred thousand dollars. You can't get that anywhere. You can not no. Right now, what's our interest rates in the bank? One point eight seven five. Might as well be zero,
1: dude. Okay, I know it's Inflation is higher than that. Yeah, right.
2: You're you're losing money. So let's go to net operating income. You buy a house to flip it, or, and you don't. It's not going to work. That the spread's too thin. You got to hold on to it. You got to hold on to it. So how do we do our net operating income? We figure that the let's say the house is worth, or you got a hundred thousand invested into it. You co- you collect thousand uh, dollars a month rent. Yep. Your payment on that hundred thousand dollars is five hundred bucks. Yep. Taxes and insurance is another three hundred bucks. That's eight hundred. Yep. So your positive cash flow two hundred dollars a month. Two hundred times twelve is twenty four hundred dollars. Yep. Twenty four hundred dollars divided by hundred thousand dollars is two point four percent return on investment. Yep. That's terrible. It's not
1: great the way you just did it. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, but, I if, but if
2: you do it ten times, well, if you have yes, but but let's say this way, I'm mean, the numbers I gave you were real simplistic. Mm-hmm. An actual thousand dollar rental, you're paying a hundred grand. Is the, the reality
1: months. is, we, we the, that isn't a realistic scenario. No, you, but five,
2: but fifteen hundred would probably be a little bit more so, or fourteen hundred. Sure. Yep. So now you just upped your annie from two hundred a month to seven hundred a month. Now seven hundred a month times twelve is a eighty four hundred dollars. Eighty four hundred dollars. From that is eight and eight point eight point four percent. Right. So you take the eight point four percent, and what's the thing that we did not figure out here? The value of the property in the next year. That's that's what people forget sometimes. Depreciation. No, inflation. Inflation. Appreciation.
1: Appreciation. Yeah. Appreciation. Appreciation is a gift. You
0: you said it better. Yeah. It's appreciation. (laughs) Appreciation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah, that's another thing, right? You might only be making. 4% 4% on that money. Right. But you're also probably making another 3 4% on the appreciation. Sure.
2: Correct. And right? if you bought last year- or the year before, you just made well, 30%. What, to, over the-
1: to, to that point, a lot of guys
0: that, that I know in the investment game started buying all these multifamily, I mean, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80 unit apartment buildings. You yep. know? Back five years ago, seven years ago, the return was minimal. I mean, yes. The cap rate was like 5 6%. Yep. I don't think it was really worth it. Cap rate's another one when we get into. It's similar to net operating income. But um, now, because of what the market's doing, they're going in, they're, they're pulling guys together, they're they're doing syndicates, essentially, yep. and they're buying these you know, 50, 100, 100 uh, unit buildings. Um, apartment complexes just looking to simply get a little cash flow but more importantly just ride the equity train for maybe the next five or ten years and cash out That's what a lot of people are doing yeah.
2: so that brings me to another point there we go all right <laughs> our tax ramifications oh capital gains capital gains there's yeah. a way to get around them and there's a way to pay them mm-hmm. so let's say defer them or defer, yes, defer, them. defer that's them. That's the, the best yeah, way you know. to drop the rich people in New York. They do what's called the ten thirty one exchange. It's the code of the IRS sec, uh, section of the IRS ten thirty one, which allows you to take the sale of this, transfer it to another property, and defer the capital gains until it's actually sold and cashed
1: out. But I want people to understand to do that it's not like you sell it, you hold the money and you can do whatever you there's, want with there's it. Timelines. There's, no, there's, there's timelines. There's timelines. It's got to be held in an escrow account with a title company. You you don't have access to that money, right? So if I made $100,000 and I want to do a 1031 exchange, well I have like I think it's uh 45, uh, 45 days to days identify, to identify property. the property and then you've got another I think 6 months, six I 6 months total to close on it. Total. Don't so, quote
0: us on all this. We know uh, just enough to be dangerous. Yeah, but it's
1: yeah. 45 within 45 days you have to identify the property. That's what I don't like. So that, that that's what I don't like.
0: You got to be under contract, basically. Well, and especially when the pro- properties are so hard to find. I mean, unless you're just buying anything and mm-hmm. you're okay with a five or six, seven percent, like some of these doctors and whatnot Correct. that are buying these plazas yes. and these multi-unit, th- that's fine. It's like okay, just give me that one, right? But if you're an investor who is selective and disciplined and and wants a fifteen to twenty, it 25%, pushes you. We- I if, think it makes you reach and be on discipline. I mean you what, in a if, bad what if, spot. what if that property that you want just isn't there in your sweet spot in your area? So I mean I think there's pluses and minuses. You know, we've talked about the ten thirty one all the time. And I mean, unless you have a couple lined up in that pipeline and it's no brainer and you're not
1: worried, you're not reaching, you're not stretching for a property. In a
2: market like today, with very with hard, the sellers' markets, it? very hard. Well, you, you nailed out, it though. So. They've got to be lined up.
1: Yeah. You've got to be like when you're when you're like almost finished with your project, you got to already start looking for the next one, right? You yes. so, almost gotta be ready to just to close on yeah, it. Right? Yeah, exactly. So man. you because that forty five window. Today, it's tiny. It's quick. It right? seems like a lot, like, like in your brain, like, it's, like not. it's nothing. So
2: let's say it doesn't work. Then you got to pay capital gains. Mm-hmm. Uh, our short-term capital gains is holding a property for 12 months or less. Now that tax rate right now for short-term is actually whatever your taxable income is.
1: It's just taxable income. Right? So if
2: you're a player and you're in the 39% tax bracket, you're paying 39% short-term capital gain. Because it's it's income, right? Correct. It's taxed yeah. as income. Uh, if you're one of those slow flippers that takes a property for 12 months, then you could go in at zero to twenty percent depending upon what your income but you're capped at twenty percent on a long-term capital yeah, view
0: that's 100%. why I have a lot of people you know pose to me well, why don't you just every property you buy rent it out for 12 months and then sell it
1: you know, dude, cause that does I mean, it
0: doesn't, well, no, for me. Uh, so they yeah. don't get it how fast I want to turn the capital. Yeah. I've done my numbers. And I know if I can turn that, that $1, two and a half times a year, I'm way ahead of the game. I'll pay uncle Sam. I'll pay the taxes and be fine with it. Yeah. But if, if you're not as aggressive and, and you want to work around some of the, some of the taxes and maybe you, you got
2: a full-time job, yeah, you feel
0: justified and you don't want to pay as many taxes. I don't know. I mean, go ahead then and run it out. It's not a bad idea. What I don't like is going in, renovating a property to the nines, and putting forty, fifty thousand, and renting it out, and hoping twelve months later it looks the same to go put it on the market. To go put it on the market to get top dollar for it, like I know I could get now. So,
1: I mean, can I say something? Like, Like, look, if you're making money, pay 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 taxes. Exactly. Like like, like it's 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 a byproduct of making money. I know. Right. So like I'm not afraid to pay taxes. I'm not. Like people say that all the time. They're like, oh. You must write a big check <sighs> to the government. And
0: I say, yeah, I do. Yeah, but I yeah. make ten but, but, times but, but, that amount. But, but, but I mean, it's all—it's commensurate. It's relative. commensurate. Relative yeah, to, man, you relative to. what I'm lot of taxes. I'm I right. mean,
2: I want to pay a lot of taxes. I, mean, I,
0: I literally look at them and I'm like. I don't know what to say to that. We can make to, 30 G's you a year and do? not pay any taxes. I you know? think that's
2: the mentality. That, that mentality is a- uh, is a
1: loser's mentality. A loser's a mentality. Yeah. I
2: don't want to pay taxes. Well, it's then it's you a a don't sca- want to make money. Yeah. It's
1: a scarcity mentality, right? I think I, li- I think we live in a world of abundance, right? There's a lot of opportunity everywhere around us. So to have to pay the tax man, that means you're probably doing a lot of, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. That's the way yeah. I look at it, right? I mean- be smart about
0: it. Get a good sure. accountant if you're in real estate, if yeah. you're in whatever. I mean, get a good accountant. Sure. Write off the proper write-offs. Yes. If you want to do a 1031 to defer, defer. Sure. I mean, work work the angles like these big companies do. We're not sure. saying not to do
1: that, but- Don't be afraid of it. Yeah. Don't, don't let, let the well, taxes dictate
0: your right. moves. I mean, if you're going to make 40000 on a property and you have to pay-
2: 10,000. 10, yeah. Okay. I mean- I know he wasn't nah, I'm there. I'm not going to do it you then. poor
1: little- I'm not, yeah. not going to do it then. <laughs> <I'll laughs> 30,000. I'll pass. Thank you. I'll wait. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll Hang on to it. Wait for <laughs> the to Would you rather 30,000 in your yeah. packet today or wait and have a lot of things go wrong? Yeah. That's my point, right? It's like trying to navigate this and trying to push things off. There's a lot that, like you said, someone lives in the house for 12 months, they burn it down or or they have a dog that scratches up the floors or, you know what I mean? Listen,
0: but, I have a ton of rentals and even my great tenants- Life happens. They're used. Kids, dogs, scooters into the baseboard. I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. You've yeah. all seen it. There's no way that my house is going to look the same. And I'm not going to be able to pull. I'm probably going to lose five or ten thousand in value. So then I collect ten thousand in rent for the year. It's to me, it's just a wash. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really like that model of renting it out for twelve months to get past that short term. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand the short term in, in, in long term capital gain. It's not a set fifteen percent and thirty or, percent or no.
1: Or like no
2: people, that, well, people hear capital know. gains. Well, dude. they did change this year.
1: Yeah, but for sure. But people hear it and get, get freaked out. I've yeah. seen it, right? And what, something that people, we were just talking about this, it's prorated, right? You've been in the house for a year and, and, and 11 months, right? You're not getting hit for the full two years
2: anyway. That's correct. We didn't talk about that because that's what we were talking about, whether you're going to buy the home as an owner-occupied investment or a non-owner-occupied, Kevin, which yours are non-owner-occupied. You never move into them. They're right? different, right? But let's say someone like Sal... Who bought the house across the street, uh Sal is your partner on yep. uh, Omega Lending. He buys the house, he's gonna fix it up and live in it at the same time. Yep. He stays there for a year and a half. Yep. Well, there's a new law out. It's not new, it's been it's been around for a little bit, but as a single man, you're allowed to make a quarter of a million dollars, a single person, quarter of a million dollars. Tax free capital gain as long as the property was your principal residence for two of the previous five years. Yes. So just like you said, well, what happens if I'm only there for a year and ten People months? Freak out, yeah. It's prorated, so you only got two months that you don't get that discount. But in the in the meantime, you're still getting basically a ninety five percent, right? You know, tax free capital. Well, I got a gain. buyer
1: that's going to pay me X amount of dollars for my house right now. Oh, I'm going to wait two months to sell it, and then what? Like, yeah. No, sell it. The buyer it, disappears. Right. Pay the two months of p- capital gains on that and, and move on. The right. Market, yeah. The market dips 5% and there goes what you're going to save. Dude, know. there's just so many variables. Take what you can get when you can get it. That's my motto.
2: I think that's smart. There's a lot of different creative ways to do it. But if you're going to buy a house, live in it, sell it, flip it into something else, you can make $250,000 tax-free every two years you know guys that have done that right i got a friend of I mine mean, it's
0: slow it takes time like i mean it, it it, does it, take it's time. A, a slow move it's yeah. a slow but move
2: But listen, you better be very patient it's like a hobby though and it's like a hobby yeah. it's like a retirement thing yeah, where yeah, i'm yeah. just gonna
0: he, you know 20 years wake up and have something Well,
2: basically that's what happened he started out with a house that had an empty lot next to it so he lived in the little house for a year or so went to his job every day then he got permits and built on the empty lot you know split them off so then he sold the, uh, the little house after two years, moved into the new house, lived in the new house for two years, right. sold that, bought another house with an empty lot next to it, did the same thing. He's done this, I can't tell you how many times, but I can tell you today he lives in a million-dollar house that's free and clear, does not owe a dime on it, and it all was made with tax-free money. Legally, I
0: mean, each house he he rode the equity train, but he was I mean, let's face it, he probably is not a dumb guy. I don't know, him, but he's probably very smart because we're as volatile as the real estate's been over the last 20 years. it, It probably wasn't easy to do. You still had to pick the right property. No, it takes
2: some spark. Right Once again, of land, so, yeah. it's, right, not, it's not anybody you know. can do but anything. But he doesn't have a job anymore. Now he works. He's a real estate agent now. Yeah. So he finds deals and he fixes them. And he, but he, but all this construction and you learn a lot of things, just like some of the flips that I've done and some of the rentals I've done. You've had pretty decent luck with rentals. Yeah, I haven't. I rented a house that I just got done fixing up. And three months later, I got to kick the guy out. We pulled four 50-yard dumpsters of tires and garbage and a stripper pole in the living room. I'm like, you got to be kidding really? me. I've had one of those yeah, things taken out of my house too. Did you keep it? No, no. We threw that away too. <laughs> what, I'm, dude? It was, disinfect it. But some people – yeah, disinfect it. They disinfect them after every <laughs> use. I, I just have a can't see Tony oiled all up rubbing no, on that uh, thing. Okay, so uh, uh, <laughs> uh, give me – one last thing here I wanted to d- talk about was interest rates. Paul, you know this probably more than anybody, but Kevin, you could tune in on this. Yeah. Interest rates right now on a thirty-year mortgage are about four and three-quarter percent, roughly yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, that's let's good.
2: say I get an interest rate of eight percent. How's that going to affect me as a buyer? I'm not paying eight percent. Forget that; it's not going to work.
1: In terms yeah. of
0: being an investor or a home
2: buyer, being an investor. an investor,
1: dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the if the value and the and the ability to make a profit is there. Why does that matter? Do you know what I mean? Cuz you're holding the property for such a short whether it's 3 months, if, 9 if months. You're gonna, if you're going to if you're going if you're looking to make a profit, quick profit, to me the interest rate is just part of the equation that you've got to put everything into and understand that what your what your cost is versus your 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 uh, and what your profit's going to be, right? You just put that in the equation. If you're if that 8% is the only way for you to to make $30,000, are you not going to take the 8% to not make 830,000 to make the 30,000? Right, right
2: cuz at the end of the day it's not it's not 12 months. Who cares? And even at 12 months at 100 grand it's 8,000 over 4750. That's
0: actually cheap. I it's mean actually, it's somewhat dude, cheap money.
2: Here's it here's the, again,
1: it goes back to the, like paying some out. Like you if you want to pinch pennies in this business, you're in the wrong business, dude. You're right. not pinching pennies. You've got to spend some money to make some money. It's what's just the What's going to happen
0: though in the in the uh owner occupant Se- sector, if interest rates go up to six, seven, they start. I mean, I don't know if they'll get. Look, that I mean, high, it's going
1: to bump some people out of the market. It'll slow things down for sure. Do Is that happening anytime soon? I, I personally think rates are going to go to seven in the next
2: three years. Yeah, three years, not like this year, not like that. No, year, I
1: think yeah. by the end of this year we'll end up at like five, maybe five and an eighth. We'll it's be around five. That, we'll start. be in the five range for the rest of the year. I don't, I don't see it going much above. It'll be between four point seven five and a quarter. It'll be, will in that. You'll range.
2: never pick the bottom. You'll never pick the top. No,
1: yeah, no, but they are going up.
2: What, well, what about
1: it? where to put money into a house, Tony?
0: I mean, from the realtor standpoint, um, and I could probably jump in on it, Of if you have five or $10,000 and you're going to put your house on the market, but you know it needs some work, how, how do you tell your, your clients that, that where to put that money? Do the
2: stuff that doesn't cost money first. Like you could pick up a paintbrush and paint. It's good. Yeah. You Don't know, be lazy um, about it. I got get a broken some... piece of glass. Let me fix that. This door handle's no good. Let me fix that. I've got a crack in this wall. Let me fix that. Do this. Cosmetics. Cosmetic Simple. stuff is most important. But honestly, the number one place is the kitchen. Always. You can sell a house. Always. Number one. Always. You could sell a house with a new kitchen and an old bathroom. Or you could sell a house with a new bathroom and an old kitchen. And they're like, ah, the kitchen just brings more value than anything. Can
1: I Also, in my opinion right now, knocking down a wall and opening up a space. Oh, that's huge. People Come on. like that's open huge. spaces. It's, it's way different. Back in the day, where they were like rooms, right? If right. you can knock down one wall and make a nice open space. Like it doesn't cost that much. I mean, you're going to like potentially, but it's not as invasive, right? No, it doesn't. Open up a wall, make it more open, and do the kitchen. In my people,
2: people don't realize how cheap it is to open up a wall. No, they're scared because it's holding the house up. It's not. No, there's th- nothing there, dude. Right.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right. I mean, there. I
2: hope by that time you have some contractors
0: in place, and you can have your electrician come in and move a couple, a yeah, couple yeah. lines, a mean, couple wires. Yeah, do, it right? Yeah, don't just knock down a wall. And your HVAC guy wall. moves
1: a vent, and then you put a header in, you
0: know, and, and you have your rough ramer do that. I opened
1: up a wall in my house just, a, and they, they had they had a header. They had a notch cut out here and a notch cut out here. In a header Stur- yeah dude it sturdy. was dirty like, <laughs> It was being held uh, made you feel, feel good huh i'm like
2: dude they're like we got
1: to reinforce it i mean that happens we got to put a
2: new header in and that's what we talked right. about
1: in the past was you start opening up walls yeah it, I mean, up it was, walls. We'll bring, and we'll
2: bring some contractors in uh we when all. we do that on our next show so listen um the one other thing i wanted to talk about is dodd frank got rolled back last week yeah and the economy didn't collapse <laughs> no we're fine yeah, that's no. we're we're in good shape. It's going to be easier tomorrow. Well, ex-
0: explain to our viewers what I mean. What Dad Frank was in a nutshell, and, and and what it means to roll back.
2: Dad Frank was in a nutshell to me as a realtor was handcuffs on a lender. What about you,
1: Paul? As a lender? yeah, so it was regulation put in place to ma- to protect the consumer that the, to get them more educated. The unfortunate reality is when you have politicians making policy on things that they don't understand, it's not always perfect, right? Right. I'm a fan of regulation because I think it keeps our ma- market healthy. I'm not a fan of like just. You know, wild, wild west. The reality is our market is so resilient. Yeah. We went through the worst economic crash. We had Dodd Frank. All this stuff happens and everybody it, it like creates a news story. Dude, we keep going
0: forward. What, yep. what
1: what was the policies though
0: that Dodd Frank? How are they handcuffing? So, what, a couple of I mean, major
1: you, things that they did is they changed what was called the good faith estimate to a loan estimate. You and the, the disclosures times right. So if I have at the end of the process, we have to disclose that what's called the closing disclosure three days before. Like there was timelines that pushed that. So that's back. gone now. Pe- no, that's still oh, there. Okay. That didn't. None of, none of that's gone. Gotcha. The, just the stuff that they got out, got rid of is fluff. But the reality is, none of it matters. Gotcha. Honestly, none of it matters. We'll figure out ways to get through it. That's my opinion.
2: And with gotcha. that, that's all we got today. That's it. Paul, how Thank do our, how do our uh, listeners get in touch with you? Omega Lending. Omega Lending. Call my cell phone.
1: I actually use Whoa, a cell phone. No Whoa, Ladies, yeah, That's crazy. 586-242-2468. <laughs> Call it. You can text me. No sexting Say keys. it one more I am time. 586-242-2468. Or... Paul at LendOmega.com.
0: And likewise, if you got a property that you just want to sell quick for cash, that's one that's been in the family, want to get rid of it, don't want to list it, call me at 586-855-4041 or go to my Facebook page, Cash, the number 4, Your House Now. And then uh, if you have a house that you want to list on the market or have one identified, your
2: dream home that you want to buy, give Tony and his team a call at 586-773-4400 or sales at michiganreo.net that's m-i-c-h-i-g-a-n for those of you who don't know spell Michigan. reO.net and if you guys got any questions or comments or concerns please share us uh, down below and uh we will be not yet we're not on google play stitcher itunes or soundcloud yet but we will be in a couple of uh, in a couple of weeks and if you guys like it, leave any questions, comments below, we'll be glad to answer them as quickly as we can. Yep. And Thanks that'll, again.
0: That'll do it for Thanks. our second show. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.
2: You've been listening
0: to Fix It and Flip It with Tony Raffin and Kevin McClellan. Be sure to stop by our Facebook page, like it and follow, and come back again next week so you can arm yourselves with the tools and strategies to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. This is Fix It. Fix <laughs> It. And flip it.